All right, so being that we're talking about that this is Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, it's the new year, and the testimonies we have today, I think it's a really good, um, like Henry was saying, it's a fresh season. And Rosie's saying, you know, this is a year, a new year where we need to, what did you say, count? Prepare and appoint. Prepare and appoint. Um, those things that the Lord has on His heart. Because we really, what we want to talk about this year is what's on the Lord's heart and how can I connect with that, not what's on my heart. We ask the Lord, what's on your heart and how can we prepare um, so that we can be ready for that. And uh, today I wanted to talk about the most important thing in our lives, which is our heart anyway. So it's interesting that the Lord is highlighting, this is a new year, a new season, and I have so much for you. And I want to encourage us today to check our hearts. I've been reading through Jeremiah. So in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, he says something really powerful here. He says this, the human heart, so chapter 17, verse 9, the human heart is the most deceitful of all things. Who really knows how bad it is? Of all things that goes on in our lives, it says the human heart is the most deceitful. Not outside influences, not circumstances, but our hearts. Because our hearts determine who is God in our lives, right? So, it says this, and it says this, But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. So he's saying things, God says he's searching our hearts in this new season. And I want to go further and say we need to check our hearts daily in this new season because it says above all things, we can blame so many things for like rocky walks. Like Ezekiel was saying, you know, sometimes in our walk we can, we can find ourselves a little bit rocky, Caillou, yeah? The source of that is not anything external but our hearts. And so um, the prophet Jeremiah says, this is wisdom from the Lord about you know, in the beginning, in, the, in verse 5 of chapter 17, he says, Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. You see, when we trust in humanity, in our own strength, in the world today, everybody says, follow your heart. Follow your feelings. Follow what moves you, right? If you're following your heart, it's the most deceitful thing. So we can't even trust our own hearts today or tomorrow or for our future. So what do we have to do with our hearts? Because if we're led by feelings, we're going to end up in a path that leads to destruction. Because that's what it says here. It ends up turning our hearts away from the Lord when we rely and trust. So... God has called you and I to be like evergreen. You ever seen like a, a tree that never loses its green? In the West, they call that an evergreen. It, you know, in, in winter, in summer, I know we don't have winter here, but in certain seasons, certain trees will drop, all the leaves will fall down, normally over fall in October, like in the UK or in the US. An evergreen stays green forever. It doesn't matter the season. And that's amazing, right? That's beautiful all season. Nothing affects it. See, the Lord is trying to tell us, I've called you to be an evergreen. It says this, but blessed are those, in verse 7 of chapter 17, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord, 
You see, trust begins where? In our hearts. Our hearts are what determine what we trust in and eventually what we do. How we think from our heart's desires will defect what we do and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. You see, what happens when you trust your own heart is you put your hope and confidence in you. I need love, so I want to do it my way. I need reassurance. I need um, a blessing. So I'm going to try to find and move things in accordance to what my heart tells me. Well, he said here, the human heart is the most deceitful. What is deceit? It leads you down a path that makes you think it's okay, but it isn't. Imagine when you're doing things of that caliber. Man, our hearts will lead us the wrong way. It says this, so blessed are those who trust in the Lord, right? They are like trees planted along a riverbank, right? With roots that reach deep into the water. What does the water show? The Holy Spirit. Roots that are rooted in the Spirit of God. Not rooted in the world, in the earth, but into the deep waters of the rivers of the living God, right? That's what this picture is. God is painting a picture. This is, this is God's wisdom right here. This is how he wants you and I to live in Yom Kippur, this new season. Today is Yom Kippur, right? Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Heat and drought, dryness, bad seasons, difficult circumstances. If our hearts are trusted and rooted in God, these seasons won't bother us the same way that it would if we just follow our own hearts. See, God wants us to follow His heart, and I'm going to show you today what that looks like and how we can protect our hearts from deceiving us. It's the most deceitful thing. If I just followed my feelings, I'm going to walk like this, right? Like Lizigo was saying, you can end up walking like this, down, up, left, right. You don't have a peace. It says here, even when drought comes and it's hot, hard circumstance is what it means, it won't be bothered like, okay, It'll just dust off my shoulder. How can we have a heart that's basically tamed? We need to put our hearts in check. And that's what I want to talk about today. We need to put our hearts in check daily. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. That's what I mean about evergreens. The result in trusting in God means that you will stay green and never stop producing fruit. There is no off season with God. He's life. There's, there's no death in him, right? So today when you're examining your heart, are we trusting and yielding our hearts to God today? Because we can't trust our own hearts. So when I go back on, on Jeremiah here, check this out. This is amazing. So when Jeremiah, who's a prophet, right, starts his, um, here, when he's praying and communicating with God in chapter 10, Jeremiah's prayer, it says this in verse 23 of Jeremiah chapter 10. This is how he starts his prayer, how he starts his communication. His understanding is this, I know, Lord, that our lives are not our own. We are not able to plan our own course. I know that my life is not my own. What does the heart want to do? It wants to rule, doesn't it? Our heart wants to direct our own paths to get what we want. 
So today in this new season, come with a new understanding and say, I don't belong to me. I know that my life is not my own. I'm not even able to plan my own course. I need to submit this to the Lord. Because God says, he said, my promises are dependent on your, de on your obedience. Obedience will unlock the inheritance I promised you. You see, our hearts want to disobey because our hearts want to be Lord. That's what it boils down to. So today, in today's society, people say, follow your heart. That's so dangerous, right? Follow your feelings. If you feel in your marriage, like, oh, today I feel hurt, and so I don't want to love my wife in the same way that it says in the Word of God, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I want. I'm going to follow my heart. What does, that, what does that do to our marriage? It destroys it. Your relationships with your family, your friends, your colleagues, your workers, right? God says later on, he says, if you obey me and do whatever I command you, then you will be my people and I will be your God. You see, when Jeremiah positions himself before God, he comes with an understanding that he doesn't belong to himself. And that's the key today to our hearts. You come in with a position of submission. Say, God, in this new season, I might have desires, but I can't trust those desires. That's the key, and that's, that's called dying to yourself. And this is the key of the wisdom of God. He says, if you would obey my commands, then I'll, you will be my people and I'll be your God. And says this in verse 5 of chapter 11. I said this, he was talking about when he promised it to the Israelites. He said, I said this so I could keep my promise to your ancestors to give you a land flowing with milk and honey, the land you live in today. So he's saying, look, I'm, I'm saying this to you so that I can release the inheritance I promised. I'm giving you instruction that you need to obey me. It needs to start with a declaration of submission. Our hearts, when we come to God this season, have to submit. Later on, Jeremiah says this in verse tw uh, chapter 12, verse 3. But as for me, Lord, you know my heart. You see me and test my thoughts. Do you see the pattern Jeremiah is saying here? And if you read the rest of the chapters, he's talking about all kinds of hardships. He's like, God, the enemies are around me. My circumstances are so hard. He has a battle with whether he wants to trust his heart or submit his heart to God. He's choosing to submit it because he knows that God's, uh, the obedience to God will unlock the inheritance that he desires, right? And, and protection from the enemies, from the hot sun, from the dry drought, from hard circumstance. Our hearts are the most deceitful. In chapter 15, it says this in verse 16, and this is the key to putting our hearts in check. Because we can't trust our hearts. We've established that, right? If we just followed our hearts daily, it's going to lead us like this. Some days are going to be good, some days are Today I feel like being a nice guy. You wake up tomorrow grumpy, I'm gonna, I feel like being a bad guy. And I'm going to give everything, uh, everyone what they deserve. The next day you feel guilty for making somebody feel bad. So then you're ulao, ashamed. And then you're like, today I'll be a nice guy again. There's never any pattern of, of peace. It leads to a lack of peace. It leads to the opposite of the kingdom. There's no righteousness, no right standing with God. 
There's no peace in your life and there's certainly no joy. When you follow your heart, it's the opposite of the kingdom. It will lead to a path of destruction. That's why God says, come to me. I've given you my instruction. You don't need to be waiting to see whether your heart feels good. And this is the, a warning to Christians, right? Because if you don't know God, you're only going to follow your heart anyway until God reveals his love to you and you go, man, I, I'm falling in love with Jesus because he loved me, right? Oftentimes, we can follow our Christian walk due to feelings. Today, I feel like God is with me because I have nice, tingly, warm feelings after I worship that church or the pastor or the preacher says a good word that made me feel good. So I think God is with me. The next day, when you're on your own, you don't have that same tingly feeling. So you think, well, God isn't with me then. Maybe he hasn't answered my prayers. Maybe I should just try to do things in my own strength, trust in my own wisdom. Because I'm led by feelings. Well, it says this in Jeremiah chapter 15. This is how Jeremiah describes what shapes him. Chapter 15, verse 16. When I discovered your words, what is, what is the word of God, right? It's the Bible. We don't need to be waiting for feelings to lead us because our feelings are deceitful. Our feelings are above all things the most deceitful because our feelings want God to be below us and us to be God, right? When I discovered your words, I devoured them. <clears throat> I ate them. I was so, devouring means like, it's like when Ezekiel eats at lunchtime. He eats and just devours his rice like I've never seen. He's hungry. As if you haven't eaten for like a few days and you're like, ah, ah, ah. like what, I know when I'm hungry and I just want something, I'll eat it fast and it's devoured quickly. Like, give me some more. <clears throat> this is how he looks at the word of God. When I discovered your words, like when, when you revealed your truth to me, when I'm studying a word, I devoured them. They are my joy and my heart's delight. The word of God is what dictates my joy and my delight. Not my heart. Not my feelings. Not my own wisdom or thoughts. I am so submitted that my life is in my own that the only place that I can delight and have joy is in your word. He says, they are my joy and my heart's delight for I bear your name. I am sealed, I'm stamped on my heart. Jesus owns me. Jesus is who I belong to. I am no longer my own. I am a slave to Christ for I bear your name. You see, that's where our delight and joy should come from. Oh Lord God of heaven's armies. He's like, wow, I devour your word. The source of my joy and my strength is in your word. Further on, this is how the Lord responds. Verse 19. <clears throat> this is beautiful, right? If you return to me, I will restore you. So God is saying in this new season, come back, give me your heart. That's what he's saying. And I'm going to restore you. This is the good news. This is how I'm going to turn you into an evergreen. That regardless of the season around us, 
you will bear fruit and you won't be bothered. You may go through a hardship, but it won't bother you the same way it would if you were on your own, following your own heart. So you can continue to serve me. If you return to me, I'll restore you so you can continue to serve me. Again, it's that position of submittance. Not to serve your own heart, but to serve me. The reason why I'm going to bring you back is so that you can serve me fully. If you speak good words rather than worthless ones, where does the overflow of the mouth come from? From the heart. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So he says, if you speak good, so when your heart is submitted to me, and your words will be good, not worthless. You see, when we follow our own lives, our own hearts, it leads to a worthless set of words and lifestyle. You will be my spokesman. Not only will the words be, but I'm going to use you to speak truth. You must influence them and don't let them influence you. So we're called to be influencers. But you know, our job is to influence our own heart. There's nobody else's job to influence our hearts. We might feel convicted when somebody speaks. Like today, maybe there's a conviction in your heart when you hear this message, but... It, you can't stop there. You have to then go and find the truth, devour it, and influence your heart. So if your heart is telling you, um, today I'm fearful of my future because I'm not, I don't know what tomorrow holds, then if you meditate on that constantly, you will be influenced by the circumstance of the fear that is led by your heart. Instead, you influence your heart and you say, no, I am not my own. My future isn't even up to me. It's up to God. I belong to God. I, my joy and my delight is in His truth, in His word. So therefore, I will fear no evil, for God is with me. You comfort me. You're, you walk with me. Your rod and your staff are here. No drought will deter my heart. So we can influence others, yes, but first, today, I want to talk about influencing your heart. We need to put a daily influence on our heart, which is the truth, which is the word. And this is the enemy, right, he's talking about. But I believe, flip this next set of scriptures about your heart. Verse 20 of chapter 15. They will fight against you like an attacking army. That's exactly what our hearts are doing. Daily. It's deceitfully attacking us. It's tricky. Deceit is like a good trickster. A magician will deceive us with their eyes and quick hands. And you're like, whoa, 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 what do they do? It's not magic. It's sleight of hand. It's just a, a deceit. So you think it's something, but it isn't. This is what our hearts are. But I will make you a secure, a fortified wall of browns. God is saying, if you will submit your heart to me, I will make you safe. They will not conquer you. So your heart itself wants to conquer our destiny. For I am with you to protect you and rescue you. I, the Lord, have spoken. So God says, to have my protection, you need to influence your heart with the truth. Jeremiah started with, I don't belong to me. I can't even plan my own way. You see, when things start in your heart, it dictates what our mind does, Right? which then dictates what we speak, and, it, and then it dictates what we do. What you meditate on is what you'll end up becoming, right? 
And Jeremiah is like, Lord, you are my strength and my fortress, my refuge in my days of trouble. His eyes are like, man, I know what I've got to do. I've got to influence my own heart today. To do that, I must devour the word of God, the truth. Let's not wait to be led by our feelings, our heart. Be led by the joy and the peace that comes from devouring his word, his truth. You don't have to wait for a great word from a pastor or a friend. We have everything we need right here. God just says, just trust in me. Submit your heart and yield it to me. Like, give it to me. And then you will be an evergreen. So to me today, I just want to challenge us. Don't delay in testing your heart today. You know, there's that Psalm of David, create in me a clean heart and purify me. Create in me a clean heart. So cleaning means scrubbing out, washing out the wrong thinking. If you've, been follow, if you've been led by feelings, then say, God, I want to be led by your truth. I want to be an evergreen. I want my fruit to go on and on and on, regardless of circumstance. In fact, when you bear fruit, when it's a dry season, it's miraculous, right? If God would bear your fruit in your life in the midst of the hardest troubles, that's a miracle, right? So that's what God wants of all of us today. Do a daily check. It's Yom Kippur, the new season, a new year in the Lord. Trust not in your own understanding or in your own human strength. Let me read what I started with again, and we'll end here. It says, this is, this is wisdom from the Lord, verse 17, uh, uh, chapter 17, verse 5. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from God. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited, salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by the long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked, desperately wicked, who really knows how bad it is. But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. Remember, our actions start in our hearts. So a new season, a new year, examine our hearts today and say, God, I don't want to trust in my own heart who's desperately wicked. I submit it. I don't belong to me. I don't belong to myself. I belong to God. I've been bought by the precious blood of Jesus. So today I'm going to give you my heart and I'm going to delight in your truth and the joy of my life will come from digging into you. Amen? So let's worship, shall we?